Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Moose asked me this morning in the uh, morning meeting, he said, what's it like down there? What's the vibe in South Florida? And I said, well, here's what it is. Joe Rose... He said, with the Heat up 3-0 and the Dolph and the Panthers up 3-0 in their conference finals of their leagues, NBA and NHL, if you're not the happiest you've ever been in your life, then you're a miserable person. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. If you stuck through us through the break or if you're just tuning in, howdy. It is hour two of the Rod Peterson Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're going to have some fun here. WQEE Radio, where we are Atlanta's NHL show, and the Florida Panthers are Atlanta's adopted NHL team for now. We're also on podcast and streaming, and maybe that's where you're listening or watching us from now. Uh, whatever the case, thanks for making us part of your day. Darren Moose DuPont joins us here as we crack the lid on hour two. It's only been a thousand and six episodes, Moose, and I Keep repeating it to people. Hour one, we talked about last night. Hour two, we preview tonight and talk about what we got to last hour. There's going to be some fun stuff here. Whatever you people would like us to get to here in hour two, I'm saying I'm all ears. Thank you, guys. 902-518-3033. couple fun things, okay, Moose? Stuff you're not going to hear anywhere else. Should Biznasty wear a tie? On the NHL on TNT set, he's the only guy that's not. Should P.K. Subban wear a tie on ESPN? Because he's the only guy who's not. Initially, I thought I'm still kind of that old school hockey guy, suited and booted, Don Cherry, carrying your coffee off the bus and into the rink. But I'm also the you-do-you guy. I kind of thought that might be a fun poll question one day. Kind of undecided on that. You? Yeah, you know what? I kind of am undecided too. <laughs> um, I see a couple of national TV sports anchors um, that'll wear a suit with a T-shirt reading the highlights, and I don't like it. I'm like, ah, it makes me <laughs> uncomfortable. At least Biz Nasty's got the, collar, the white-collared shirt, and it looks really sharp. You know, um, I think I'm okay with it. Individuality is okay, you know, but again, it can be a gateway drug to, you know, wearing T-shirts and, and going right off the rails with what oh, the broadcast yeah. looks like. And maybe that's the way it needs to go. I don't know, but I think I'm okay with no tie, but I just don't want it to get too far. Somebody always ruins it. Somebody always ruins it. The HR department finally deems that somebody can, you can wear jeans, okay? You can wear jeans, and then somebody shows up in, you know, ripped up, dirty Levi's. And it's like, why did we do that? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I watch a lot of these analysts now, and P.K. Subban, I, I kind of sat there. I overall haven't really been a big fan of him as a player, but I'm on the panel, I'm like, I don't mind what he says. I really don't mind what he says. But let's be honest, who's kidding who? We all sit there and just wait to hear what Wayne has to say. That's all. Yeah. And uh, on the ESPN, Mess and Shelly. Uh, so <laughs> to the, uh, <laughs> I said we were going to have fun, and we are. Jeff Kibbelis in Winnipeg says, I think they should all wear shirts like Rod. Coolest dudes. Well, I didn't even know this. Darren told me when we first started this thing like 1,006 episodes ago, he said, well, your brand is the bright colors, the bright golf shirts. I'm like, it is? And you're like, yeah, driving Jeeps and doing this. I'm like, I never, never thought about that. And now down here in South Florida, why would I not wear shirts like this? But I was going to wear this shirt under a Navy suit to a game, and Serena's like, no. <laughs> you're we're, not, not, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, your brand isn't Miami Vice. Um, <laughs> not quite. 
You got to know when to draw the line. And, and, and good thing, good looking yeah. out, Serena. Good looking out. From Nelson, our VP of SEM events, he says, post-pandemic business casual has been stretched. It's been stretched <laughs> like the band in the waistband of your sweatpants. And let's be honest, you saw the photo or the video of Charles Barkley from behind on the NBA on TNT panel with a suit coat, T-shirt, and shorts. You saw that, right? Yeah. It's funny because John sure. Ohm, Ohm couldn't believe that I switched the television from the Dallas-Vegas hockey game to the Miami-Boston NBA game last night. And the biggest two reasons I did that, the first being I wanted to see what Chuck and... Uh, well, what Chuck was saying. Yeah. And Shaq. And two, the game was being played just down the road from where I am, so I might want to know what the heck's going on. Arlen Bruce the third, watching, two-time Grey Cup champion. He says, great show as always. When will the charity poker tournament be at Ace Casino? This summer? I have my hat and glasses ready. <laughs> uh, and Kevin the Medium has checked in and said that he's working on it. There will be a charity poker tournament this summer at Ace Casino in Calgary. The question is, who's the benefactor? Who's behind it? And who am I going to be giving my money to? Are you a poker player, Moose? I am. Yeah. I'll be excited yeah. to play that one. Like, be when's fun. the last time? When's the last time you played? Oh, man, it's been a while. I used to play a lot more back when I was going to school, um, you know, early 2000s, like, oh, five, six, seven, eight. I played quite a bit. Since then, I maybe played a half a dozen times. So I, I, I'd like to get back into it. This you? is fun. This is what I wanted. Oh, well, I used to play just the video games. I don't have the balls yeah. to sit at the table of other guys. Um, for a variety of reasons. Like, I tried to play blackjack in Vegas. It was back when I was still drinking. Not that I was pie-eyed or anything, but I didn't really know the rules. Like, my dad was a big-time gambler. He used to refer to yeah. the casino as his office. <laughs> Where are you going, Dad? I'm going to the office. He used to say that all the time. You never met him, but anybody that knows him would not be surprised by that. And I'll get to your audience questions in a moment, because now they're coming. we got some really good ones coming in here. But anyways, I screwed everything up. Playing blackjack, they were mad at me. And I'm quite a sensitive person. I'm like, ah, take your damn cards. I don't want to play. I thought the whole yeah. idea was me and the dealer. No, no, it screwed up the hand. It screwed up the cards going around. I, I don't know. I'd rather just play on my PSP. Yeah. And then one time, my dad and I went down to visit my brother. And uh, he was working in Dickinson, North Dakota. And we went to a... Anybody know, from North Dakota watching that know the... I think it was the Queen, Queen City Cowboy Club. Something like that. And there was a cowboy in there like 1 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon just buckled playing uh, blackjack. And he kept hitting 18, hit me. Ah, bust to the other one. Dealer bust. He's making all this money. And my dad was mad. He's like, he's breaking every rule and he's winning. And I'm like, well, so what? It's his money. I don't really understand it. Now, I'll go in this charity poker thing, but I don't expect to last very long because uh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in, he goes, I get three nines and I can barely contain my glee. <laughs> this is why I'm not a poker player. I'll tell you this, Kevin, our sales coordinator, and he's Kevin the medium, he's got an unreal poker face. That's why when he smiles at me, I'm very happy because I can tell he's in a good mood. Otherwise, I would have no idea. You can see yeah. why I'd be a terrible poker player. I'm you, <laughs> what I say yesterday, however I'm feeling, you know. Uh, <laughs> Dan right. in Saskatoon, Rod, when do you evolve to a pair of crispy white dress pants? Eh, I'm easing into it here in Florida. I got a buddy, uh, Nick Davis from Toronto. He's that Leafs fan. He didn't even live here. And he came down here wearing a white suit into the casino here. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they were calling him <laughs> Mr. Clean, the man from Glad. I, I mean, do you don't have to be the stereotypical Floridian. Like, not everybody dresses like that here, trust me. I just wore this because I'm like, eh, 
Uh, what did you see? You were just down here last week. Did you not notice that people dress normally, like summer in Canada? Of course. But year-round? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, and I, I could never pull out the flowered shirt. It's not my style or, or the white suit. It's not my The white dress shirt, you know, the breathable polo, whatever, I can, I can pull that off. But, uh, yeah, not, not happening with the, uh, the Miami Vice look or the bright suit or the white suit. Uh, definitely not doing that. Although... You know, all the all the NHL guys got into that fun during the All Star Weekend. They all wore their Miami Vice suits, and that was that was fun for a little bit of a shtick. That was a theme thing, yeah. But you yeah. almost died wearing that shirt in Vegas or uh, Florida last week. Um, Phil uh, from the audience writes that he says, "I didn't know that Subban was a hockey analyst until I heard about the outrage of his Lizzo joke." Wasn't the biggest fan of watching him play, but I love him on ESPN. Mm -mm -mm. From Janet to Four Seasons, she says, I sat at a blackjack table with a guy who hit on a 17, blew the whole table. Time to go. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't realize this was a team sport. <laughs> Playing blackjack. Okay, so if there's rules to this, I'm out. 902-518-3033. The number to text us here in the Florida studio. Yeah, okay. So it takes a while. You got to ask. Um, hmm. Lindsay watching in Lloydminster. Thank you, Lindsay, for writing in. Says, hey, Rod, hope all is well. Give me your honest opinion on the officiating in the NHL, not only in the playoffs, but through the regular season as well. To me, it has been horrific, consistently poor, calling all the cheap calls and missing the blatant high sticks, hits from behind, knees, etc. I think the league needs the league needs to address this soon. Regards, LJ from Lloyd Minster in brackets, Alberta side. With with the goofy emoji. <laughs> LFG. That's what LFG. Lindsay wrote. LFG. It's one eleven Eastern. Visualize a positive outcome. And I feel like that's going to happen. <sighs> the NHL officiating has been not good. But mark my words, write it down. 111, May 24th in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's only going to get worse. And, uh, well, that's why people watch this show. To get the truth. It's not Stephen Wacom's fault, the director of officiating. He's only doing what he's been directed to do by his bosses. So whatever the NHL wants, and Darren, you understand what I'm getting at here. If Stephen Wacom had his way, I think the games would be called one way. But he can only direct his officials to do what he's told the league wants. Because to be honest with you, there is zero reason why any call should be blown anymore in today's day and advancement of high definition and slow-mo and all the camera angles. There's no reason it should ever be blown. But for whatever reason, and I'm not saying there's a bias to direct who wins. I am not saying that. But the Florida Panthers, they've gotten the benefit of every freaking call. Like the other night in game three, Gosta Spear got clipped with a high stick by 13, Sam Reinhart. There's no way on God's green earth that should be missed in 2023. There's no way. So there's my one quintessential right there example of how something's not right. Something's not right. I don't know why it is the way that it is. And when I say it's only going to get worse is because I talk to the referees, those that have come on their way up and those that have not been brought along on their way up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's only going to get worse. That's my answer on that. You? Yeah, I think there's got to be a solution here. And we talk about eye in the sky, video replay, that type of thing. There's got to be something, especially for the obvious ones, like the high stick, you know, the cross check, the thing that the hit from behind, the things that get missed that are really blatant and obvious. That <clears throat> should have some capability to come down from upstairs and say, look, we're going to go back and we think that was a penalty, really blatant. We're going to watch it, boom, call it, done. I think you need the official on the ice for a lot of the judgment stuff 
when it's a hook, but you're not sure how much, or it's a little cross-check or whatever. You need that angle from the ice. I think we look at that when we think about offsides, and we think about you know things that you can see from the ice that you can't see from up in the press box, right? But it's got to be addressed this offseason. I really think so, because there's a lot of blatant ones that are being made. Uh, yeah, well, they said they're going to address a lot of things. They never do, like the uh, Kuznetsov all-year-long long-term injury thing and then come back for the playoffs. They never addressed that. Uh, they're going to address the Coyotes paying over 50% of their payroll to guys that aren't even playing for them. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. They never do. And they won't here either. And thank you, everybody, because they've responded by sending in the questions. This is what I want. 902-518-3033. Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, so if Bet Regal's odds are correct... What week does Dickinson get punted? Congrats on a thousand six episodes, boys. That's from Metal Shingle Guy. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what Bet Regal's odds are, but the football guys are saying before Labor Day there'll be a change at the coach and GM position of the Rough Riders before Labor Day. And from Dougal Cameron in Calgary, watching on Game Plus Television, he writes in and says, "With the payout to Daryl Sutter and Love knocking it out of the park." It is a no-brainer that Mitch Love is the next head coach. It also leaves Jerome McGinley money to add to the mix. Also, that move would help erase the Sutter smell. This is in no way, shape, or form an insult of Daryl Sutter, but when he said the Sutter smell, that would smell like a ranch to me. What's the Sutter smell? Like walking into a box. <laughs> yeah. That's right? probably that the ranch. That is about what it would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's keep them coming. 902-518-33. It's already the most interactive show on television, radio, and streaming. And when we come back, I, with Moose, I'm going to explain how it's going to be even more so next week. And we need the audience's help. We'll explain how when we come back after this brief pause on Game Plus TV, WQEE radio, podcast, and streaming. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. This is it, the place to be, FLA Live Arena tonight. Game four, Panthers and Hurricanes, Florida going for the sweep. 8 p.m. face-off in that gorgeous facility. And Darren Moose DuPont is with me. I'm, uh, we can bring him in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I laugh at this Lindsay from Floyd Minster saying, uh, Rod, be honest with me. I'm like, I, I'm always going to be honest with you. Whether you like it or not, I get a kick out of that. Lindsay must be a new viewer on Game Plus Television. And by the way, I'll get to what I was talking about earlier with next week in a second. But there are more uh, questions that have come in. And that this is how I know. People ask me why I've had so much success as an after-dinner speaker. It's because I take questions from the crowd. I ask the people, what do they want? I'm not going to come in and give a 45-minute keynote and completely swing and miss. Tell me what you want. I'll give it to you. That's what I'm saying to the viewers and listeners. What do you want? We'll talk about it. So Herb in Melville writes in and says, I'm a Flames fan for years. Is much going to change? Conroy's been there 20 years. Fresh pair of eyes would have been better. 
Thoughts? Well, it's too late now, as we would say in Milestone, that horse is out of the barn. But since you said it, Herb, I love the name Herb, by the way. Uh, I, Herb must have just started watching, too, because I've said twice in the past couple of weeks he's never worked anywhere else. I know you have your thoughts on that, too, Darren, but, like, the Flames weren't going to allow Brad Tree Living to interview with anybody until his contract officially expired end of June. Then they got shamed by Frank Saravelli and Ryan Pinder and certain media people, and then they changed their mind, and now they're letting him? Number one, you shouldn't should have never done it in the first place. Number two, stick to your damn guns. Like, who's running the show over there? And Craig Conroy's been part of this since 2011 in a front office role, but it's too late. They hired him, and Peter, I'm not saying they shouldn't have. I don't know the guy. Peter Labardius is coming on here tomorrow. It's tomorrow, right, Clark? And Lou will Bingo. tell us all we need to know about Craig Conroy. From all my friends that are staff with the Flames, they like him a lot. So it was more, kind of a um, devil's advocate question. He's never worked anywhere else. I, I, I go on about this forever because I'm a big guy on culture. But people with teams and organizations that have never worked anywhere else that are in some of the most toxic work environments. Trust me, I've been there. And they sit and talk about how great that they're a family and culture. I'm like, you've never worked anywhere else. How the hell would you even know what a good culture is? Not saying that's the flames. I'm just saying it's a possibility. But how would you answer Herb's question? Yeah, it's a possibility for sure. I mean, I look back at it and say, like, he's been there through those good times when the, when the flames were were good and, and making their runs, a leader on that team. And I think the culture was good then, you know, um, at least with the organization. I wonder how much, he, how much control he's had, right? But I think he's highly respected. I think he's, he's you know, I think he's going to be okay. And I'd like to see where this goes and, and who he decides to bring in. One thing about culture, too, is it's also going to be set by who you bring in as a head coach. You know, it, it, partly it's the GM now. But it's who you decide to bring in as the coach, too. And, you know, Mitch Love, how, how connected has he been to the Flames organization while running the Wranglers, right? I mean, clearly he's done something right there. He cleaned up the culture a little bit in Saskatoon and did great things with the Blades. You know, he's doing that with the Wranglers. So potentially if he comes in, he'll set a lot of culture. If you get a real strong personality like Gerard Gallant in, he's going to have a lot to do with the culture of that organization, just like Daryl Sutter has for the last couple of seasons. So culture is going to be interesting to see who's really pulling the strings when all is said and done. And if they start to win. So uh, the poll question today for Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the parkland area. Cars, trucks, SUVs. Your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. And on every platform... We have, which is Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, Mitch Love is leading on all of them. And again, I was devil's advocate last hour by saying Gerard Gallant's been fired from his last two jobs within the last couple of years. With the Rangers, I'm told he had a blow up with Chris Drury, the general manager, after I think game three of the New Jersey series, maybe game four, and then in Vegas. I mean, he just simply didn't win there. Sorry, we didn't win the Stanley Cup nor did 31 other team or 30 other teams. You're gone. That's the way Vegas runs things. So um, anyways, that's where it's at. And just a quick one before I tell everybody what I was teasing earlier and where I want their help, where I think this would be fun. Uh, Brian in Bosager, Manitoba says, Hey, Rod and squad, I've seen and heard that news and sportscasters sit behind a closed-in desk regularly donning the classy on top and beachwear on the bottom. How about that? Well, I can't speak for others. Um, I've spent quite a bit of time uh, on television, and uh, would you be shocked to know I'm wearing beachwear under this? Bottom half? I won't speak for others. Uh, <laughs> Moose, you're usually, you're, you're Johnny Q fashion, right? You don't usually dress down from the waist down. No, that's right. You mean, oh, wait, you mean you're wearing pants? No. Um, no. no exa <laughs> exactly. I got, no, I, I, I dress appropriately. You know, you compare, oh. 
your shirt oh. with a nice pair of pants or a nice pair of shorts or or you can wear your beach wear like it's a very flexible outfit you got on a lot of options patrolman pete in winnipeg says ukrainian sportsman's dinner in winnipeg should bring rod in it would be great the sports doctor's there every year maybe he has the poll to make it happen Ooh, i can just imagine now i'll tell my side of all those banjo <laughs> bowls and more all those years i was thinking about i saw a photo the other day of canada in the stadium Formerly Winnipeg Stadium. I get chills just thinking about it because we used to get our ass kicked there fairly routinely. Um, I remember the night they handed the ball off to Mike Sellers on like 11 consecutive plays. Paul LaPolice was the offensive coordinator for the Bombers. We couldn't stop the guy. We had like six riders hanging off Mike Sellers. He just carried them into the end zone. And uh, I remember the night that Reggie Hunt set a record, CFL record for tackles in a game. 16 of them. Daripa. I called the game, which has since been broken by Simone Lawrence, but I did call the uh, the record breaker for the Reaper. John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg says, the Jets need to make major changes. Sure would love to know what Pomo thinks. Well, it's a little late for that. Were you not, I won't speak for you, John, but there were a lot of Jets fans laughing at Paul Maurice all year. Like, I mean, come on. Can we sit down for a second and just take a note of what's gone on here? And Paul Maurice is just, bye-bye. All he said was coaching the Winnipeg Jets made him not want to coach anymore. Let, let, go watch the interviews. Read his quotes. That's all you need to do. What do you need to know? Like, life goes on. It's up to you to move on with your life. I got people tagging me with the riders are in a... 10-year low for season ticket numbers. There's 11,000 tickets left for the home opener against Winnipeg. And people are, why, why are you tagging me? I've been worked there for five years. You didn't see this coming? Get out of here writing me with that. You literally didn't see this coming? Then you don't want to see anything. Uh, <laughs> Patrolman Pete says, any dinner in Winnipeg? I'll be buying tickets for sure if Rod shows up. Ha-ha. <laughs> Um, 902-518-3033, the number to text is here. So, next week, we will not be on television for uh, production reasons. Oh, we got some really good stuff here. <laughs> I asked for them to write in, and now they're all writing in. And they keep writing in, but Darren and I got to talk about something for a second with the viewers. So, next week, we're going to be YouTube only, streaming only, no Game Plus television. So, again, production note for the people that need to know that's what we're doing. But this was, I think, your idea, Darren. One day, CFL-specific. Another day, NHL-specific. Another day, how about Memorial Cup Junior Hockey-specific? Because the member's going to be on. Um, I, we don't know yet how we're going to do it, but I would like to maybe bring in audience participation in this. Because, again, our, our normal production facilities aren't available to broadcast on television, but we're going to do this for those that are watching on YouTube. Not a lot will change. But I wonder how people feel about a day, a topic-specific day, and maybe allow the uh, audience to pick what days those are. Am I, am I that, right, Moose, in what I'm saying here? That could be cool. That would be cool, really cool. Um, I mean, it'll depend on what's happening with – the Stanley Cup playoffs, because I don't know that we can, mm -hmm. you know, if we're talking about Stanley Cup finals, if that's when it's going to start next week, potentially, if the series gets wrapped up here in the next couple of days, um, we're going to be all over that, no doubt. But, um, yeah, like I'd like to be able to dive deep on certain topics. It's going to be a bit of a unique week when it comes to the show, you know, really driving the YouTube streaming and the audience participation and the podcast, which is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, it gives us a chance to put on the creative caps and, and mess around a little bit. I like, you know, when, when we get to just mess around and have some fun and see what works. So, yeah, why not? We can do that. So uh, what's today? Wednesday. We got a few days to go over this with our audience. You can DM us as well or write in here, but that's kind of what we're talking about. But I also agree with Darren. If the Stanley Cup's on and we're here, 
We're not going to be sitting here talking about the CFL for two hours. Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg says, Mike Sellers was a beast. I still have his bomber jersey to this day. That game is forever etched in my mind. Oh, you all remember. Okay. We're very big in Winnipeg. I'm not sure why, but we are. Uh, so that would be fun to go into Winnipeg and do some sports banquets talking about my side of those games. Uh, we didn't go out of there successful very often. Arlen Bruce was there. He was playing in them. Uh, he writes that he says, the last two years have been entertaining for me as far as hockey goes. I got serious last season, and I am looking forward to next season, cheering on all seven Canadian teams. That's the one thing here is I kind of wanted to be just covering every NHL team, no favorites, and then the Panthers kind of changed that, and uh, I'm fine with it. I want to be just the CFL guy. That's working out pretty well. I mean, 20 years with one team, you're always going to kind of be painted with that team. But this is an overall fan of the league. I can't really cheer for any one team, you know? Yeah. Uh, Monty in Saskatoon is watching those. And he says, I like that idea. So we really got to put our thinking caps on as there's what day is going to be what top, you know? But we can do that just fine, I would think. Um, John Ohm. Ohm says, Rod, you're one lucky man. Going to the Stanley Cup Finals game? Go Panthers! Well, I feel very fortunate and lucky, but there are some that say there's no such thing as luck. You know? It is what it is. Moose, are you coming back for uh, overtime or no? Yeah, I'll swing back. Okay, we'll see what comes up by then. By the way, sports on tap tonight. I'm kind of liking the fact that things are becoming far more manageable. One Stanley Cup playoff game, Carolina at Florida. I'll be at it. Panthers going for the sweep. And there's not one Major League Baseball game, but there's one that we're following only, and it's the Blue Jays at the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Jays are having a hell of a series. So, well, (laughs) 20-1 to last night they won, uh, snapping a five-game slide. No NBA games tonight, and that, Gives our next guest some time to join us. Mike Volkanov from The Athletic, their senior NBA writer, joins us next. We are live on the Game Plus television network. We are Atlanta's NHL show on radio, WQEE The Key. Also podcast and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Extras Movie Club. Every movie, every ticket, just $9.99. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fast X. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yep, just $9.99. Get all the movies, get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. RP show continues from South Florida hockey tonight. Last night it was NBA. Mike Borkinov joining us from the Athletic in a moment to discuss it. Jason Tatum scored 34 points. Jalen Brown added 16. And the Boston Celtics staved off elimination in the Eastern Conference NBA Finals by beating the Heat 116-99. The Celtics still trail the series 3-1. They got Game 5 in Boston on Thursday. And there's a lot of NBA questions that we can fire at Mike as he joins us now from Jersey. And if you don't mind, Mike, thanks for the time, by the way. Um, I'll ask you the question all of America seems to be asking today. How worried should the Heat be that they let the Celtics off the mat here? Um, I mean, there's a pretty pretty good spot up 3-1 in the series. I think uh, it would have been a little more surprising if the Celtics did get swept. Uh, it's probably a little worrisome for them that Gabe Vincent got hurt. Um, 
I, I think what happened yesterday was a bit of a regression to the mean. The three-point shooting cratered. You had the injuries. And uh, now it goes back to Boston. And weirdly enough, Boston seems to be the place where the Celtics struggle more than they do on the road. So uh, we'll see what home field home court advantage really gets them. But I think Miami's still in a pretty good spot going forward up 3-1 in that series. Uh, by the way, I'll, I'll just back it up a little bit because there is a lot that we can get to with you, Mike. I've been following your Twitter feed, reading your stuff. And what I love about you as a 30-plus year media guy that I am, you're not afraid to get spicy with the follower and, uh, and go back and forth with them. Man. Is that kind of your, uh, your brand, fun to chat with your uh, readers and followers and critics? I think it's just good to have a little fun on Twitter, especially, right? We, uh, we can't take sports too seriously. It is still entertainment after all, right? Yeah, good for you. Well, I'm, it's not easy to do necessarily, so I, I find it entertaining. We are in the entertainment business. And, and by the way, I could sit here and lob questions at Mike all day uh, from The Athletic. But if we have some from the audience, fire our way, 902-518-3033, as we're airing in two NBA markets, the Hawks and the Raptors. But I want to ask you this, with, with the Lakers getting swept by, uh, by, swept by Denver, Nuggets going to the NBA Finals for the first time ever, do you believe LeBron's going to retire or is he just pulling everybody's leg? Uh, I think a lot of the reporting after that seemed to say maybe he's, uh, it was just maybe something from exhaustion or disappointment of ending the series, right? I think we'll see him next year. He's still only 38. Uh, he's still one of the best players in the NBA, which is kind of crazy to say about someone who's 38. And um, it was a difficult season for him, for the Lakers. They started 2-10. and 10. He was hurt for most of the second half of the season. And... <clears throat> He saw one of his good friends retire earlier that day. Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement. Uh, and so I, I think maybe it was just him kind of uh, getting something off his chest. And I, I believe that that's something he feels. But I, I think that we see him play next year for the Lakers if I had to take a guess. Uh, that's the thing. You should never take to heart anything anybody says, especially the night that they lose out their season, probably 24 to 48 hours after. Ask Tom Brady. Ask a lot of people. By the way, Mike, the questions have come in, but I got to ask you about the pronunciation of your name. It's clearly Russian by descent. Am I correct on that? Yeah, I was born there. Oh, you were? Okay, well, I did not detect, detect the accent. So is it Vorkunov? Vorkunov? How do you say it? Uh, Vorkunov. Vorkunov. Okay, I got it right. Okay, well... Because after years and years and years in broadcasting hockey, the Russians always told me it was the middle syllable that the emphasis was put on. So is, that, is this the American way of saying it, or is that the true Russian way of saying it? Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I think it's just how I've pronounced in my entire life. I haven't even thought about it that much. Uh, probably we'll go with a little <laughs> okay. both. Mix it up, right? Okay. Well, Sergei Fedorov, they said, was supposed to be said Fedorov, stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways. I, I tend to veer all over the road in these interviews, I, so thank you for obliging me. John Ohm in Winnipeg, Ohm, says, Mike, do you think the NBA ever returns to Vancouver? Ever? Um, probably not If with a team, if I had to guess. Yeah, I think there's a few cities ahead of them in the queue to get an expansion franchise, uh, but I wouldn't be an exhibition game there or something like that. I mean, you have a team in Portland. If a team goes to Seattle, uh, try to extend that Pacific Northwest area up into Vancouver. Um, but I, I don't know. I think I'd be hard-pressed to see a team go to, go to that part of Canada just because it had been there. It was not a success. Um, and I think there are just other cities ahead of them. And as much as there will be expansion, I think, uh, it's hard to see them expanding to like four or six teams or something like that in the near-term future. Uh, and I'm sure he's wondering uh, if they're going to get a team permanently. Who are the teams in the queue that you know of? Mike is the senior writer uh, for The Athletic on the NBA. I think if we're talking expansion, it's probably Seattle, Las Vegas, uh, Mexico City. Uh, I think those are probably three of the leading contenders to get an NBA team if and when expansion does happen. Uh, you know, obviously Seattle had a team. 
such a huge market. Still a lot of basketball fans there. Uh, there's an arena that got redone. There seems to be lots of uh, money within short vicinity, right? Amazon, a bunch of other, Microsoft, a bunch of other tech companies are loca- located there. Vegas obviously has become a hub for the NBA, even though it doesn't have a team there. With the Summer League and a bunch of other activities throughout the year there. And obviously, everyone just goes to Vegas at all times of year uh, for different reasons. We don't ask questions. And in Mexico City, you know, they put a G League team there. Um, you know, it would be interesting for them because that would be an international market. And if you consider uh, the league's media rights with what could be, um, you know, something that streaming networks want to pay for and where they could want to increase their audiences, obviously that creates a totally different market in Mexico than it does the United States or Canada where there are already NBA teams. So I think those would be three of the leading cities uh, if and when the NBA does expand that they look at. Uh, Mike is the national NBA reporter at The Athletic, and we've got way too many questions have come in from our viewers for what we have time for, and I appreciate them for that. Uh, We'll have to speed it up here. We have time for some of them. Dan in Saskatoon says, Mike, is expected number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama, really a generational talent, or is his being underweight a limiting factor? No, he's really a generational talent. I mean, you've seen guys come in and dominate the underweight. Kevin Durant was underweight. That turned out okay for him. He's 7'3", 7'4", 7'5". He's got eight-foot wingspan. He can play from the perimeter. He's, he can block shots and protect the rim. Uh, and he's got a guard-like handle. You know, that that's the real deal right there. And uh, my last one, we'll wind it up here because it might take you a while. What do you know about the Nick Nurse Toronto Raptors situation, the divorce, and what do you know about his replacement search? Well, I, I don't know much about the replacements. I think the Raptors have been running a, a pretty tight ship in terms of their search up to this point, right? We've seen some names leak out here and there, but it seems like they really want to uh, run a wide and prolonged search and make sure that they cover all of their bases. It seemed like something had been coming. Uh, with Nurse for the majority of the second half of the season, right? Even before he addressed it publicly, uh, I think sometime in early April, late March, something like that, even before he was let go from Toronto, there had been some rumblings around the league um, that he might not be in Toronto next season. So I I think this was just something that was uh, coming to a head at some point. And Toronto had obviously looked a little stale this past season. There was some kind of change that was necessary, whether it was roster, which may still come. We don't know. We haven't even hit the offseason yet, right? Or that was a coaching staff, which Masai Ujiri uh, did decide to pull. And so we'll see what happens with the Raptors going forward. I think they're one of the most intriguing teams um, in the NBA this offseason just because of the different ways they can go. Uh, they had a weird year this past year, and they somehow started you know, playing better after expected to be sellers at the trade deadline. Instead, they brought in Jacob Pertle, and, and that helped them flourish a little bit. Fred Van Vliet's a free agent. And they've got a young team, but also some veterans there. And so I'm really curious to see which way they go. And we know Masai is always willing to take big risks. And so he could set the tone for the offseason, depending on how big he wants to swing. Wonderful analysis and report. Mike, I appreciate the time. I enjoy your stuff. Enjoy uh, the rest of the NBA playoffs. Hope we can do it again. Hey, thanks for having me on. Mike Vorkanov, national writer covering the NBA for The Athletic. Overtime's next. Anything else you'd like to say and get off your chest? One more segment to go, 902-518-3033, the number to reach us in the Florida studio or in the chat streams. We'll return in a moment on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast and streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Thank you. 
South Florida, the uh, Panthers and Hurricanes wrapped up meeting with the media today. 8 p.m. tonight, they'll get after it. A nice long sleep this afternoon, I feel, is in the forecast, however, for players of both teams. Darren Moose DuPont joining us here for overtime, which is a presentation of Four Seasons Sports Palace. Yeah, me too. Eh, maybe. <laughs> the Golden Girl has threatened to play some tennis this afternoon. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it's quite hot here this afternoon, so we'll see. Um, Wait. Moose, it's been fun with the audience here today. You never know what's going to come up, how or why. Dougal in Calgary talked about the Sutter smell in the saddle dome. And I'm like, what would the Sutter smell be? And I think it would be a good smell. You know, I'm a Sutter fan. Paul Jefferson from the audience writes, and he says, the Sutter smell, one part fresh cut hay, one part soil after a rain, one part horse sweat and leather, one part manure, one part success. Coming to a Western wear store near you. Can you imagine? I feel like, is that a, a perfume, fragrance? A I cologne? Just, you know, a fragrance Sutter that I can smell. put on? <laughs> Spray it and walk into it. Sutter smell. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, to the text line, Dougal in Calgary says, nice twist on the Sutter smell, Rod. Well played. Well, Paul Jefferson took it to the next level. Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba, writes, and he says, Hi, Rod and Moose. Jamie Ben should be suspended three games for that cross-check. Dirty play and player. Riders will surprise and make the playoffs. You were gone when I mentioned last hour about the Stars apologizing via a statement today for their fans littering the ice with debris last night. Hey, guys, in Regina, we call that Thursday. I've been growing up with that. Forever? <laughs> Have you been in a Pats game or a Ryder game? Well, more so a Pats game where they littered the playing surface with debris because I've seen it happen many times. Yeah, it's happened, no doubt. Like, and I know the Stars fans don't like to see it, but you know what? That was an ugly game for their team. They were upset. The fans were upset. Yeah. And you know, look, it, it's not getting three games. If, if uh, Petrangelo got one game for his whack, you know, on Dreisaitl, um, Jamie Benn's probably getting none, maybe one game. The thing is, is it was handled on the ice. Five-minute major, Vegas scored, Dallas never recovered. They were penalized. There was discipline. Does it warrant further discipline? Yes. I don't know if it does. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I don't think he's going to get anything. And I'm getting really tired I get annoyed because it's like, why do I get sucked into the bunk? I went and read a post-game story, uh, Peter DeBoer's quotes on Ben last night, and he's like, I'm not going to pile on him. I'm not going to vilify him. The media is acting like he beheaded Mark Stone. He cross-checked him in the face. Man, it's the playoffs. What the hell do we expect? Back off. And then the other thing is, you know, Gerard, Gull- mind you, the dregs reported this, so I have a lot of respect for Darren Drager and all those insiders. But it's he's saying it's Gerard Gallant and Mitch Love. And I guess they'll interview Gerard Gallant, but I think it's got to be Mitch Love that they go with. From Steve Knees, that's, that's his name, Steve Knees watching in Saskatoon. Rod, can you tell those lawn cutters to pipe down? <laughs> Yard guy. <laughs> I haven't seen him in ages which is odd, again, because he lives right across the street. I mean, he hasn't come and done the lawn for ages. Yeah. But one of the cool things about Florida is that you get lawn care 12 months out of the year, and people want... Okay, stupidest question. I get it, and I get it often. So why Florida? you now seen it, Darren. You now know why Florida. You know. You know the answer. Of course. Yeah. What's not to love, right? I mean, uh, what's not to love? You were going to say? The same, no, Sorry. it's the same way. Like, there's a lot of places like that where it's just like, I get it. You know, people go down for the winter because they don't want to let go of back home. I get all that too. But, man, if you want to do it 12 months of the year and you can, I mean, who wouldn't want to be in the sunshine and the warm weather I, and the happy people? Yeah. And there's yeah. hockey. 
when I was flying here from Calgary, May 6th, on a red eye, I never told you this. I ran into Dan and Laura Rashevich in the Toronto airport. And they were coming here. That, this is a Rough Riders Hall of Famer, a 17-year CFL linebacker from Toronto. And uh, I said to Laura, where are you going? His wonderful wife. And she goes, I'm going to Costa Rica. And she goes, where are you going? I said, I'm going home to Florida. And she goes, well, I'm going to sand and surf and sun. And I said, so am I. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I guess you are. Um, Brian in Manitoba, Rod, should the Panthers bring out the brooms tonight and sweep? Do you stick around for the postgame celebrations? Uh, I'm saying no, they don't win tonight. And number two, I'm not sticking around for any postgame celebration until they win the Stanley Cup. And if they make it to the Stanley Cup, they would probably play Vegas, and Vegas would have the home ice advantage if it went to game seven. Last minute of play in hour one. But no, I don't stick around for the postgame celebrations. I may next season, which will be my third season covering the Panthers, start going to news conferences, morning skates, post-game press conferences, because God knows they've invited me. But I like the way yeah. things are. Why change? I like it quite a bit. Um, yeah, let's just go to the game tonight and see, see what happens. You're saying they do win, right? That's what you said? They're going to win? Yes. Yes. It's over tonight. Okay. Everybody weigh in on uh, your thoughts. Tweet us. Facebook us, whatever, next week. Should we do day-specific topics, topic-specific days? CFL, NHL, Memorial Cup. And if we do, uh, I think it would be great because it's an exciting week coming up. Moose, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. You bet. Great afternoon. Enjoy the games, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow noon Eastern here on Game Plus and the Key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.